And I want to talk about that we have a solution to this crisis. There is a drug that is proving to be of miraculous impact. And when I say miracle, I do not use that term lightly. Wow. Well, welcome to Insights, the podcast of Forerunners of America. And we will be getting back to Dr. Pierre Corey here later in the podcast. But wow, we have good news today about COVID-19. And as we get started, I want to welcome Than back. Welcome, brother. How's it going? We're doing good. Uh, so, Than, um, you know, this is a little bit of a departure from some of our other uh, Forerunners podcasts, uh, you know, because here we're, we're going to be drilling on very practical things like Dr. Corey was just referring to in terms of uh, of what's going on with COVID. And actually, great news. We can be so encouraged. And I, I wanted to do this today for a lot of reasons. But one being is I don't f- sense that this is really getting out there in a big way unless you search for it. So today, we're going to look at look at vitamins. We're going to look at prescription drugs, like stuff that's amazing in our corner to help us in light of this pandemic. And uh, so anyway, on one level, I'm just excited to help people. This has helped me. My wife has been very helpful in this process. She has a medical background. She was a nurse before joining me in ministry. And uh, I'm just excited uh, uh, to do this because it's so, I think it's just helpful to people, but from a spiritual, biblical viewpoint, I'm really hoping that we can clear some fog here and help really our faith increase. And uh, related to that, um, you know, in John 10, 10, uh, you know, right here, right now, meaning our li- lives on this earth, Jesus, he wants us to, uh, to have life to the full. He wants us to have an abundant life right here, right now in him. But it also says in that same verse, that we have a thief, uh, Satan, who wants to steal, kill, and destroy. And if he he's trying to do that, I believe, and trying to keep us in the dark about some very easy, helpful, practical things related to COVID that can help us. And he has an agenda here during this lifetime to steal, kill, and destroy. Now, of course, he's trying to rob us of eternal life, but also there's very interesting specific things that he tries to do against us, harass us, keep us down, keep us in the dark. He's the father of lies, and we want to expose truth that I'm hoping can help clear that fog, but even more pertinent to our Forerunners podcast themes. If we can see this, and it deals with our fears, it'll be much easier for our faith to increase, for us to walk around in this culture and to live our lives with greater faith because we know uh, we know the truth on, on all kinds of things. So anyway, a little bit of a departure, but I think it, it's really important we're covering this and it does, it does tie in. And at the end of this podcast, I want to share a very pointed message with Dr. Fauci, the leading epidemiologist and expert in infectious diseases in our nation, and specifically the chief medical counsel to the president of the United States. I'm excited to talk about this. Uh, We've talked about some really heavy stuff the last few months, and so for us to bring some good news and bring something that will alleviate a lot of fear and something that will alleviate a lot of the lies that are going on. I, I just think I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> and so let's just start out before getting back to uh, s- some things related to Dr. Corey and, and other things going on. Uh, let's just go through some 
simple stuff that we got to have on our radar right now. And let's start with vitamin D. So, Than, are you taking your vitamin D? I go outside sometimes. <laughs> Get the sunlight. So just in, in light of simple, over-the-counter types of of vitamins that are easily accessible, vitamin D is amazing. And there was a study done in Spain which showed that 82% of the people that were having uh, uh, or had tested positive cases of COVID, 82% had a deficiency level in their vitamin D. Vitamin D is a game changer, and we seem to either have minimized it or passed it over. Well, I think we've minimized it and passed it over not even within the confines of COVID-19, but just our everyday lives. Uh, most of the time when you're talking, I mean, let, let's put a, give COVID-19 aside for a second. When you're talking about vitamin D, in men especially, as you get older, your testosterone levels drop and you experience tons of health issues as a result of that. Vitamin D helps with that as well, believe it or not. So I, I just think this could also just be a general wake-up call to general health. Mm-hmm. This is good news um, anytime, but especially during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. It helps you fight the infection, and it helps your immune system. So uh, a couple things to be mindful of with vitamin D is that, um, so Than, I want to show you. Here's my, my little bottle. This is actually liquid vitamin D3, and they often encourage uh, a vitamin D3 specifically. So this is what I'm taking every day in light of COVID, and I have felt great, by the way. And you also need K2. So here's a, a, the K2, because if you're taking vitamin D extra supplements like that for quite some time, you can actually get calcification in your arteries. So take K2 so that doesn't happen. Also, magnesium is really important here because it helps release that that uh, vitamin D uh, uh, synergistically helps it to be even more effective. So we want to just highlight that there's many studies that have gone on for a long time, like you were saying, Than, just vitamin D is helpful in general, but especially with with COVID. So let's move on here, vitamin C. Now, this honestly has been surprising to me that we haven't, uh, that we haven't, highlighted this more from the beginning. In fact, I was very surprised near the beginning of this where it seemed like in the mainstream media and various uh, quotes and stuff, they were minimizing vitamin C. Mm -hmm. Vitamin C has been known for a long time, long before COVID showed up. My wife, who I mentioned was in the medical field as a nurse and understands a lot of this stuff, she was a huge proponent of vitamin C because it's an antioxidant and it helps increase your white blood cells. So, Here we are, of course, if we're fighting off any disease, and today we're obviously talking about good news related to COVID, but any disease, vitamin C is going to help. Now, is it going to change the day on everything? No, but it's going to help our immune systems be stronger. You know, and also vitamin D specifically is antimicrobial, meaning antivirus, those nasty microbes that somehow have gotten your body. Vitamin C helps to, uh, to take, the, take those out. Yeah, I think that's all really good stuff. Um, I think one thing to bring up that's really important is vitamin D and K. Um, they, these are fat-soluble vitamins. So for anybody listening that's not very aware of nutrition or anything like that, 
fat-soluble vitamins take in the recommended amount. I don't know what that is off the top of my head. But if you take too much, you can actually get sick and have hypervitaminosis. So look up the daily recommended amount for your height, your weight, all that stuff, and your gender. And then go based off of that amount. Other things that you can do too, though, in general, is just go outside, go for a walk. Make sure you're drinking enough water. One of the most undernourished parts of the American diet is water and having adequate protein as well to actually give yourself the proper function within your body. Um, Have some good exercise routines. Just move for 30 minutes a day at least and just try to do generally healthy things. Make your better food choices. If anything should even um, give you some motivation to try to lose some weight, COVID-19 is less effective if if you're actually at a healthy weight. So there's tons of things that you can do, but I guess those are the general things that come to mind with me. Right. I mean, so Than, all this is really great news. We know all this makes a difference, especially under the broad category. All the what we're saying here, it helps our immune system. It helps fight off this virus. But it's like, why is this not emphasized? Like this is like the huge news that we can. Um, if you're younger, meaning six, sixty-five and younger, and you're. Um, and you don't have any pre-existing health conditions, this is the primary ways to deal with it. But even if you are older and you do have pre-existing health conditions, these are all great things to do for your body to help you when you get in a more serious fight. So, I, I mean, I'm just blown away. I mean, there's more good news, Than. Are you ready for this? Okay. Yeah. So this is Dr. Joseph Mercola's uh, uh, take on his favorite uh, uh, a remedy or approach to this thing. Okay. So... Uh, we're going to put his picture up in his website because I've gotten so much. He does a better job of footnoting the actual scientific studies than almost anybody else I've seen out there. Certainly much better than the mainstream media and so forth. Very, very helpful. And so I'm quoting Dr. McCullough. This is his favorite treatment. Okay, and I hardly ever hear about this. This is good news, okay? It is a peroxide nebulizing. Okay, so a nebulizer is this little machine and... Um, You put the right ratio of hydrogen peroxide, and I'll put that up on the screen. This comes from Dr. Mercola as well. You can easily buy the nebulizer uh, either online or or at at your local drugstore or or wherever. And then this is is it, just over-the-counter, hydrogen peroxide, H2O2. There you go. Simple, easy. Uh, What what Dr. Mercola, who's researched this, probably more than almost anybody I've read and puts out articles on a regular basis. This is his favorite uh, treatment. So um, so Renee and I are ready to go. We also do have uh, the nebulizer. And, uh, you know, I, I'm hoping that the case, if we ever do get it, I hope it's minimal and we don't need to do this. But if so, um, this is very helpful. It's actually quite fascinating when you really think about it, how little information there is out there about all this kind of stuff. I have, so my wife and I have a family friend who's a doctor who had COVID-19 and he knew exactly what he wanted. He was a certain type of steroid. I don't know it off the top of my head. And no matter who he went to, they would not prescribe him this medication that he knew he needed for this virus. And then so he eventually went to a friend of his that was a doctor said, can you, can you prescribe me this? He did. Within an hour of taking this drug that he knew he needed, that nobody in the general doctor field 
would give it to him within an hour he felt better hmm wow it's just fascinating and i'm so thankful that we can at least share this with people so can you say what drug that was i don't know off the top of my head because it was a specific type of steroid and there's so many different types out there i just forgot which what the name of it was to be off to be honest now okay we got we want to shift to um, a couple of prescription drugs because this also is great news and depending upon the state that you live in you get easier access to to these drugs and it really depends upon your doctor as well um, but the first one is hydroxychloroquine which has been around for 65 years it, the studies now have shown that it is extremely effective although it was a huge debate yep. for earlier on now we're in 2021 this thing's been going on for almost a year and at least in a big way in this country um, and it's amazing the data that we have now it's also interesting that that if you go back into 2020, these same scientists said, we already know this is not harmful to humans. We already know how effective it is, but it became quite a brouhaha in the, in the media. So um, I want to go into quite a lengthy quote here by Dr. Harvey Risch, professor of epidemiology at the Yale School of Public Health. I mean, this is one of the top people. So we're, you know, we're talking about follow the science and the data. That's what we're doing. And I, I want to uh, read this quote. Uh, this won't help our Apple Podcast listeners or Spotify listeners, but for those that are at YouTube, I'll get part of this quote up on the screen. But anyway, this is what Dr. Harvey Risch said even last summer. And so we're still working on walking this thing out to get hydric hydroxychloroquine with zinc, with uh, antibiotic like azithromycin. We're trying to get that to everybody. Still, this is fantastic news, and it really makes the vaccine discussion a debate, a moot point, because of how effective both this is as a a prescribed drug, as well as we'll get to ivermectin here shortly. So here's the quote. He says, I have authored over 300 peer-reviewed publications and currently hold senior positions on the editorial boards of several leading journals. So, Than, talk about credentials. This is the person we want to be listening to. He says, I'm usually accustomed to advocating for positions within the mainstream of medicine, so have been flummoxed, which means bewildered, to find that in the midst of a crisis, meaning COVID-19, I am fighting for a treatment that the data fully support, but which, for reasons having nothing to do with a correct understanding of science, have been pushed to the sidelines. He goes on to say, as a result, tens of thousands of patients with COVID-19 are dying unnecessarily. Than... This is one of the top epidemiologists. We have great news, and he's saying the people are still dying unnecessarily. He says, I'm referring, of course, to the medication hydroxychloroquine. When this oral medication is given very early in the course of illness, before the virus has had time to multiply beyond control, it is shown to be highly effective, especially when given in combination with antibiotics, as I just mentioned, as he mentioned a second ago. And one last uh, footnote on this, just in January 2021, in the 
the American Journal of Medicine in research and article that was written by Dr. Harvey Risch and others. It actually is advocating for hydroxychloroquine with zinc with an antibiotic like azithromycin. So stunning. Um, I, it's actually really good news. Um, we, have, we have, not only do we have these natural therapeutic things that we can do, like take vitamin D, lifestyle changes, all these other things, but we do have a drug like hydroxychloroquine that, despite all the debates that we had, actually is proven to work and actually is proven to help us help you get better when you do get sick. I, I just... I'm beyond excited because, again, you want to talk about fear and all this other stuff, but we can now look at all the possible options for prevention and for cure so far that we've talked about, and we don't really have much to fear anymore. Exactly, except for we do have a spiritual enemy who's trying to keep us in the dark about all this stuff. You know, it's interesting. We often talk about the good news, uh, rightfully so, coming mm-hmm. to faith in Jesus Christ. But there's all these, let's just call them lesser good news, but they're super important because of what the enemy tries to do to defeat us, put fear in our hearts, and to destroy us. And ultimately, what I'm concerned about on all of our podcasts is that we and specifically with this one related to COVID-19, is that fear gets put in our hearts that is actually deflating, diffusing our faith. We want to have great faith as we go forth. We do not want to be listening to smoke and mirrors from the enemy. And in this case, it's just a neglect of really key information. Okay, so let's switch. Let's go back to ivermectin. This was the opening clip that we showed of Dr. Pierre Corey from the University of Wisconsin. I don't remember if he's teaching at the university or as part of the hospital. Either way, he's one of the top people in this area. And we'll put the link in the YouTube description for this so people can watch the whole nine minutes uh, of, of him. This is a Senate hearing, a Homeland Security Senate hearing. Uh, Senator Ron Johnson is uh, the chair of this hearing, and, and he pitches the ball to um, to Dr. Pierre Corey, and let's uh, let's listen to to what he has to say in a little bit larger context than we did uh, at the opening of this podcast. And I want to talk about that we have a solution to this crisis. There is a drug that is proving to be of miraculous impact. And when I say miracle, I do not use that term lightly. And I don't want to be sensationalized when I say that. That is a scientific recommendation based on mountains of data that has emerged in the last three months. When I am told, and I just had to hear this in the opening sentence, that we are touting things that are not FDA or NIH recommended, let me be clear. The NIH, their recommendation on ivermectin, which is to not use it outside of controlled trials, is from August 27th. We are now in December. This is three to four months later. Mountains of data have emerged from all, from many centers and countries around the world showing the miraculous effectiveness of ivermectin. It basically obliterates transmission of this virus. If you take it, you will not get sick. So you guys just all watched that. You, Dave, we watched it. And the biggest thing that I took away from that clip is... Not only is this good for helping cure the virus, all this other stuff, but it's that big um, 
That big word you heard in there is actually supposed to be prevention of the virus. You can take this preemptively to stop yourself from getting it. If you don't, if you remember him ta- saying this in the clip, he says, if you take this, you will not get sick. And I think that's one of the biggest things you could possibly do. Right, Than, and just mountains of evidence. That's the exact quote from him. Mountains? Yeah. Okay, anyway, I, we're going to put the, the link there under YouTube description. But here's some other things from Dr. Pierre Corey. Uh, is that he highlights that ivermectin won the 2015 Nobel Prize for its effectiveness in the eradication of parasitic diseases. And he says it's been around for 40 years. We know that the side effects of this are minimal, very minimal. You can't, you can't say non-existent, but he goes on, if you can believe this, in the last 40 years to deal with parasites in humans around the world, 3.7 billion People, not million, billion with a B, have mm-hmm. received ivermectin with great results. We would never be doing this. We'd never be giving it the Nobel Prize if it was still questionable and we're not sure if there's going to be these horrible side effects and we're all going to end up dead. That's not what ivermectin is about. It is fantastic news. And as he said, too, he doesn't use the word miracle lightly. We could be done with this COVID-19 pandemic if what you just said, we used this drug, ivermectin, prophylactically, in other words, preventatively. It's just stunning. I. So my big thing is, what I think this was three or four months ago, right, that they were looking at this drug, and it just got shoved off, and people said it wouldn't work. And now, with all these studies coming out, we're actually seeing the complete opposite. And on top of that, there's at least four other studies that I've been following on this drug that the test subjects are actually the study groups that are using ivermectin ivermectin have a 95% on average recovery rate within the first few days of infection of the virus symptom onset is a lot less and transmission is actually virtually gone if you're infected with the virus and you're taking ivermectin wow why it, it's fascinating it's fascinating it's super encouraging uplifting mm-hmm. I just wish we could get the media to kind of cover this. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, there's just some really uh, stunning further uh, statistics here. But but I guess I want to just throw in here before going on. I've, I've mentioned the vaccine already, but this, this circumvents the need for the vaccine. And I know people are, a, a ton of people are just super pro-vaccine, and, and that would include uh, President Biden, President Trump. Uh, I, I mean, it's uh, well, it's not clear. We have zero data on how uh, side effects might be happening years down the road. Uh, if you actually research this and listen to a variety of doctors, it's not clear. Now, I have had friends that have taken the vaccine. They said either uh, felt great, no problem, or I felt crummy for a day or two, and then no problem. But that's actually not at all what's at the root of this debate about should we even be taking this vaccine. It, you know, it has not been FDA approved. It's only been authorized in an emergency situation. That is a huge difference. Mm-hmm. But more to the point, 
there seems to be, from the doctors I've read and listened to, there seems to be a great concern that you could actually actually become more vulnerable, more susceptible to a future exposure of COVID-19 or some uh, strain of the coronavirus because you took this vaccine now. So you felt great now, but could there be something more troubling down, down the road? But this ivermectin thing... It totally bypasses it. So if you want to take the vaccine, go ahead. If you don't want to take it, fine. But if you're concerned, either way, if we could get ivermectin to be prescribed preventatively, we would be good to go. And uh, I do want to encourage people to watch the entire uh, nine-minute clip there with Dr. Pierre Corey. But a couple other things that that this is in a Dr. McCullough article uh, from January 25th, 2021. And he just highlights that in one study of 58 healthcare workers who took ivermectin once a month for four months, only 7% came down with mild COVID-19 symptoms during the May through August 2020 trial period. Only 7%. However, that compares to 44 of 60 healthcare workers, or in other words, 73%, Uh, who did get um, a more severe case of COVID-19 who declined the medication. In other words, declined ivermectin. So you have a 7% versus 73% -hmm. rate. Uh, This is interesting to me too. In August 2020, India's India's largest state, Uttar Pradesh, I think it's around 230 million people live in that one state. They added ivermectin to their recommendations and distributed the drug for home care. Now, get this, Stan, free of charge. We don't need government stimulus if we will do this like they did, spend their government money to get get everybody can have ivermectin and take it at home. Then everybody can go to work and we don't have to worry about the virus anymore. I mean, Stan, stop. Let's stop here. This is amazing (laughs) news. This is this is good, good news, super good news. Anyway, um, it goes on here to explain. The state, uh, uh, another state, Bihar, also started recommending ivermectin. And by the end of 2020, both Bihar and Uttar Pradesh states in India had the lowest and second lowest COVID-19 fatality rates in all of India. These are highly populated areas, especially Uttar Pradesh. Stunning. We can do it here. If they can do it in India, I think we could do this in America. (laughs) So my big question there is, one of the things that we might not be thinking about, even especially when it comes to India versus America, is the, what's the population density in those two states in India? 230 million people in a state is a very dense-sounding area compared and you've to— gotta, you've, you've got to have major cities in that, exactly. that kind of— So think about it. Like Think about just how effective this drug was— when you consider the population density of these two states compared to especially the population density here in America. If we did something similar, we would have extraordinary results. Yeah, I think it would be COVID what? Uh, COVID who? (laughs) Uh, I don't even think anybody would be talking about it anymore. Um, And so 
So one other highlight here, just because uh, this is so amazing, but the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, AAPS, they've been around since 1943, they highlight that there have been 49 ivermectin studies summarized on this report, and it said 100% of these studies show favorable results when using ivermectin. Mm-hmm. Stunning. That's why Dr. Corey was saying in that clip, this is miraculous, um, and he doesn't use that word lightly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one thing we all need to be aware of, again, super practical, super important, is that our local family practice doctor may have heard of hydroxychloroquine with zinc. Zinc's so key to stopping the virus itself. Uh, but but they may have heard of that or uh, or ivermectin, or they may not have. Now, I had invited uh, a good friend to be on this podcast today who wasn't able to, um, but he's done tons of research on, on both of these uh, prescription drugs. Well, he set up an appointment with his, his doctor, his go-to doctor, his family practice doctor. And he set up the first appointment earlier in 2020 after after the breakout of COVID-19, but he didn't have anything wrong with him. The only reason he set up this appointment with the doctor, his doctor, is so he could ask him about hydroxychloroquine with zinc, with azithromycin. His doctor had never even heard of it. Now, this had been headline news, debate between Trump and all the the Mm -hmm. press conferences and other doctors shutting it down, but his doctor wasn't even aware there was a debate going on, much less the drug itself. And so my friend, he brought information, studies, quotes from top medical professionals and helped inform his doctor. Some months later, he set up another appointment with the same doctor. And this doctor uh, said that uh, he was not aware of ivermectin or its use in relation to COVID-19. So we need to do our own homework. Uh, There's great news out there, but we can't just uh, categorically trust that because somebody is practicing medicine or is a nurse or whatever in the medical profession that they've ever even heard of these things. Mm -hmm. But we all can find it. It's super easy to find on the internet. And again, we'll put uh, uh, Dr. Corey's uh, uh, link up on the the YouTube description. I'm kind of blown away that a doctor never heard of these drugs before. I guess I just learned something, which is not to assume that Somebody in the profession might be actually keeping up with the latest medical things going on in the world. Well, here's here's another quote. Now, this comes from a doctor who's uh, OBGYN in Ohio, and he said that, look, I don't have time to look at these COVID-19 uh, uh, um, remedies or possible remedies or whatever. He said, I've got too much to do in my daily practice. Now, and honestly, Than... I think that's where a number of people are in their mm-hmm. medical profession. And when they get home from an exhausting day, they're not looking to do another uh, level of research on an yeah. area that's not their specialty. But nevertheless, super important. We need to be aware uh, uh, aware of that. So, uh, you know, I do want to um, I do want to close here with a, a, a pointed um, statement to actually Dr. Anthony Fauci. But before we do, I just want to remind us, there is so much good news related to COVID-19 beyond what we've covered in this podcast. 
Uh, the recovery rate after almost a year of this going on at a high level, it's still 99.7%. Mm-hmm. And you say, what What do you do? But if you include old people, that overall 99.7% recovery rate, it includes our entire population. Uh, amazingly good news. If you just go with younger people and you go with uh, people that don't have pre-existing health conditions, that number goes up to 99.98% in terms of, of people that, uh, that that contract the virus and recover. Um, a lot of people never even know they even had it. So yep. anyway, we need to uh, put all of these wild headlines, we need to put it in the context of of the truth of what scientists are saying. And I believe as Christians, we need to pray that the truth will get out because we do have an enemy that wants to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to, uh, he wants to devastate us. He wants to put fear in us, and he wants to take away our faith. Yep. So in closing, uh, Dr. Fauci, with all uh, respect as our nation's top infectious disease specialist and that you're on the you're the primary counsel to president biden right now and you have been the de facto leader on the media of of our covid 19 response since its beginning i want to actually read a statement because i don't want to miss miss anything here but this is uh directly um uh, for your consideration uh dr fauci It should not be my responsibility to be sharing all this good news with the people of our nation. Dr. Fauci, it is your responsibility to be sharing all of this good news with the nation. How long will you keep this charade going where you briefly mention what we've covered in this video, including things like vitamin D, or you just neglect to emphasize these things or various various treatments all together in various ways that we can uh, bolster our immune system or actually deal with the the virus itself through hydroxychloroquine with zinc and azithromycin or through ivermectin, especially in the early onset of COVID-19. Or sometimes Dr. Fauci in contrast to what top scientists are saying and the data is showing, you cast a shadow over potential remedies that are effective and cheap. Dr. Fauci, you can help a lot of people quickly. In fact, it is my belief you can, for all practical purposes, bring an end to this pandemic and the thousands of deaths deaths that have taken place already. You, more than any other person, including the President of the United States, can promote easy, cheap, quick remedies and preventative measures. On behalf of all Americans and people around the world, I hope you can find the courage to do what's right.